podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank the Dolphins Talk Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And it's another FinFans podcast. With me is Chris Rigoni. What's going on, Dolphins? And Louis Rigoni. Hey, 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 hey. Boy, Louis, you sound... (laughs) Awful excited after a cut day, huh? Listen, the season is upon us. No more preseason. No more preseason. No more bullshit out of camp about how great this guy is and how great that guy is. Time to deliver. Exactly. It's time. The time has come. The time has come. So, Chris, are you excited? Oh, yeah. Yeah, next weekend, uh, what's today, Wednesday, we get an NFL game a week from tomorrow, first game of the season. Yep. All right, so we got plenty to talk about. Uh, First, I'll tell you that the Dolphins are 21st in waiver claims until week four when the current standings then take effect. So uh, as they put in uh, claims, you know, that some of them they're going to get, most of them they're probably not. That's just the way it goes. Now, how does that work, Mike? If a guy, okay, so for example, let's say who's number one, right? Who's who's got the first claim? The if worst they, team last year. The worst team last year. They claim a guy, right? They can't continue He's to claim, right? But I'm saying they can't continue to claim guy after guy after guy, right? They can claim well, anybody they want up to their roster limit. Okay, hmm. so basically they can claim five guys. Off of off of the waiver wire before anybody else uh, claims one. Is that what you're saying? Yes. If they're until, number one on the list until week uh, four, then the until current standings four, right. take effect. So right. yeah, they can they can fill up their roster as much as they want, but you know it only holds 53. So <laughs> you know, right? Well, if you want to turn over a roster with uh, you know, I think the Dolphins did quite a bit of that, didn't they? We absolutely did. Yeah. They did that uh, when Flores came in, I believe, that season. Yeah. So, interesting. Okay. Miles Gaskin ended up in Minnesota. I'm happy for him. Yeah, for sure. They needed another running back, you know, behind, um, you know, their starter. Obviously, Cook's gone. And, um, you know, they did need another back. So, uh, you know, he's going to step right in over there and he's going to, you know, he's going to give him some productive plays. He's not a bad running back. We're just very loaded at that position. Yeah. Go ahead. Igbenogany to Dallas for Kelvin Joseph. All right. (laughs) Get him out of (laughs) here. He's gone. Goodbye. See ya. Thanks for nothing. You know. You know, Greer yeah. loses out on uh, Jonathan Taylor, decided not to trade for Jonathan Taylor, however you look at it. But he could have taken him, you know, when he drafted Igmanogany. So, you know, <laughs> as we talk about all the time, these mistakes add up. Yes, they do. Igmanogany's $3.6 million Dolphins cap hit for this year shrinks to $1.4 <laughs> million dead money. That gets the imagine bringing what he brought to the table, $3.6 million. 
Yep. What a fiasco. <laughs> wow. Just well, on that you, alone. You know what? It reminds me of that guy you'll never mention. Yeah. But you know what, Mike? That was $10 million. <laughs> I can understand that to an extent because that guy that I don't like to mention was productive in the NFL. You know? I mean, yeah, true. You know, it, it's all relative, so to speak. When you throw that kind of money at a first-round pick on a guy, it's just not smart. It just isn't. But anyway, you know, and they can talk about how much they value different positions, so on and so forth. It's it's a matter of, you know, it's a business. And when you're throwing that kind of money away on a guy that, you know, had one interception over three, four years, you know, and never saw the field, horrible, horrible investment. Anyway, okay, on to the rest. Well, I have some good news. Yes. What do you got? Armstead is shooting to be ready for week one. Nice. And Waddle says that he'll be ready to go week one. That's also huge. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Got to have those guys. Um, That's the stuff you like to hear, you know, guys ready to go. Yeah. I mean, those those are two of the important players. Um, There are other guys scattered about. I mean, our backfield, I mean, my goodness, Wilson, A-Chain, Ahmed, all banged up a bit. Um (laughs) <laughs> you know, it'll be funny if we see Mozart and and, cool. uh, and <laughs> Mozart. <laughs> Mostert. <laughs> or Mostert. We, we see, it, it'll be funny if we just see a lot of Mozart and, um, you know, the, the kid. Chris Brooks. Chris Brooks. The other guys are banged up quite a bit. So we may see a lot of those two guys in week one. Who else is banged up? Robert Jones. Eichenberg, Brandon Jones. They got they got they got time. Did they, they say got, what's going on with Ahmed? I haven't read any. Well he got he went out in the last preseason game. Yeah, oh, he's a I little banged I up. I don't know. He's not in concussion protocol. That's what it was, Chris, and he's day to day. All right. He's day to day. So uh, he should be fine. Um and he looked really good in the preseason as well. Yeah. He yeah, really he did. did. Looked extremely good. So ahead, Mike, you know, what the else Dolphins tried it to trade uh, Cedric Wilson, and there were no takers. So they restructured his contract. <laughs> what uh, a shock. Yeah, right? Which uh, freed up cap space. The uh, contract will now void after this season and will lower his base salary to $2 million. With incentives, though, he can still make $7.25 million, and he is guaranteed to make $5 million this season. But he'll be a free agent at the end of it. Yeah. You know, you look back on that move and you look at the guys that were free agents you know along with him that season and you look at a few of the guys in Jacksonville and how well you know they've they've played for that Jacksonville Jaguar team we just we just saw them you know Zay Jones and uh, Christian Kirk guys like that you know and you look at it and you know you saw what Cedric Wilson brought to the table and um kind of another mistake on our end because there were guys out there that I liked I mean, I liked Wilson coming in from Dallas, but I liked a few of those other guys a little bit more. And, you know, it's proven to be a, somewhat of a mistake up to this point as well. Yeah, Christian Kirk, though, got massively overpaid in my opinion. So I'm kind of happy we didn't give him that contract. But Zay Jones, for sure. Yep. Yeah, it's all relative, right? I mean, you, you got to look at the numbers and, and, and production and hope they, ma- you know, they equate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Cedric Wilson, <laughs> he got paid a lot of money per reception last year. That's all catches. I can tell you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 11 <laughs> catches. He made a million dollars a catch last well, year. Well, you know, people know. might wonder why we were calling him a mistake. And, and you know, when, when you look at his production versus what they paid him, it's not equal. Not at all. You want it to be equal. Absolutely. Talk to Wilkins about that, but, you know. Yeah. Now, Miami put Jalen Ramsey, Rob Jones, and Elijah Campbell on the initial 53-man roster, keeping alive the chance for them to play again this season. That will allow the Dolphins to sign three players today um, after making those injured reserve moves. Got it. Let's talk about the roster. Let's talk about it. At quarterback, we have number one, Tua Tungvaloa. Right. We have number two, Mike White and Skylar Thompson. And that mystery will be solved when uh, the coach decides to tell us who is the number two. Well, I think it's Thompson right now. I mean, Mike White, what do we see out of him? You know, the little bit that we did see out of him, I wasn't overly impressed. Thompson struggled a bit uh, at times. At times he looked decent, but he got the majority of the playing time in the preseason. So you got to figure he's got the edge. He made some mistakes that I'm sure he wishes he didn't make, but you know, we'll have to see how they value them. They're paying White a lot more money if mm-hmm. that has anything to do with it. That they are, Mike. That they are. Running back. Right. We have Raheem Mustard. We have Jeff Olson Jr. We have Devon Chain, Salvin Ahmed. And who else? Chris Brooks. That's it. In gold, too, if you count the fullbacks. But yeah, you probably should. But they, yeah. I think they have him under wide receiver. I don't know. Okay. I mean, tight end, I meant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. So. He's a fullback. Yes, he is. (laughs) He will run the ball. Short yardage. Get him the football. Get him the ball in the flats. I like Ingold. Incorporate the man. I like it. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. Wide receivers. Yep. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Braxton Berrios, Cedric Wilson Jr., Eric Ozakama, and River... Welker Craycraft. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Onwards. Well, now we got to explain that, don't we? Uh, well, Chosen didn't make the team. You know. Uh, the Welker comment, silly. Oh, the Welker comment. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to explain it. Anyway. Um, well, why, <laughs> Not going to let me do like, it, are you? No. I mean, <laughs> it, it was done in jest. I mean, it's okay. irrelevant. It's, you know. He compared him to Wes Welker. That's all. I mean, it's, you know, it was a, it was a joke. I, I don't think Chosen's got his head in the football. I, I, I honestly don't think he's dedicated to the game anymore. I think he's going through the motions. You know, he's bounced that's a, around. That's a pretty big accusation, but. It's, listen, Mike, you don't bounce to three, four different teams in three years for, for no reason. I mean, you know, there's a reason why he didn't stick, and it has a lot more to do. It, listen, if this guy was going. To be productive for this football team, he'd be on this football team right now. You know, I don't think, you know, it's a situation where, um, you know, if they felt that he was better than the guys in front of him, he'd be here. And I don't think he is. I mean, I, you know, well, I, said, I don't think he is either, but to I really say don't. he's disinterested, I don't know if that's fair. He might just not be good enough anymore. Yeah. I, I just don't, I just don't see him as having the, um, you know, the, the right attitude in, in, in football right now. And, yep. 
there's been comments made when he was on other teams and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I know he's he's not the best citizen in the world, from what I hear. But right. I don't know him personally, so I'm not going to get into all that. Either way, he's no longer with the team. You yep. know, the the guys that we have, I'm fine with. They all looked somewhat productive. You know, they caught footballs during the preseason. Craig Kraft made a lot of catches. Barrios looked good. Easy had some good games. Cedric Wilson actually had some nice catches uh, last week as well. So, uh, you know, the only guy we haven't seen anything at all out of out of that group is Waddle because he's been gone. So right. hopefully he steps in in week one and is is up to par. You know, and, yeah, and I think produces. he'll be ready too. I don't think we got to worry fun. about that. Yeah. I do. I he'll would like up. to see us bring in a bigger receiver that we can use in the red zone. You know, I mean – somebody that can go up and get the ball. Cause I mean, it seems like every receiver on our roster are shorter guys, shorter, quicker guys. How tall is Zakama? Zakama is probably the biggest guy we have. I mean, among everybody, he's six, two, 206. Yeah. yeah, but that's not really a big receiver, but yeah. Well, yeah, he's not six, five, yeah. but you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. six, two is pretty big. You know, it's how you use your size. Mm-hmm. That's that's what matters. So, you know, can he box out people that yeah. you'll have to see? You know, we haven't seen a whole lot of them. Yeah. I mean, if we're comparing them to the to the rest of the group, <laughs> I mean, Waddle and Hill are both are both five ten. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're they're <laughs> they're small guys. I mean, believe it or not, Cedric Wilson's six two. You know, Barrios yeah. is an, another small guy. He's at 5'9", and Craycraft can't be much. He's six foot. Believe it or not, Craycraft wow. is bigger than, uh, you know, some of the other fellas that, yeah. that, that we have out there. They're, they are a very, very small group. There's nobody physical. I mean, even even at the tight end position, I mean, you know, Smythe is 6'6". Well, I'm, I'm getting there he's right now. Guy. Tight end. Good. We have Smythe, Jillian Hill. Yeah, and uh, they have Alec Ingle listed as tight end, but he has a fullback, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So well, that's it for the the tight ends. And Saubert's uh, on IR. Or, IR, okay. yeah. Hill's an interesting guy, isn't he? Because you know he kind of snuck up on everybody. I mean, if you would have told me Julian Hill was making the team as basically the backup tight end, mm-hmm. we would have been like, yeah, really? You know, but um, they they gave him a ton of opportunities. Um, you know, in week two of the preseason, he got targeted quite a bit. Because me and Chris were talking about it. Chris was like, who the hell is this Hill guy that keeps getting yeah. thrown to? Where's he was my an boy? Und- undrafted rookie. Looks good. I mean, he's yep. big, too. So that's a yeah. big body he's right in the middle four. of the field. He's 6'4". Yeah. Pretty, pretty nice size. So we'll see. Go ahead, Mike. What else you got? The area I hate to talk about, but it's the offensive line. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Connor Williams, Robert Jones, Lester Cotton, Robert Hunt, Kendall Lamb, Keon Smith, Taron Armstead, Austin Jackson, Liam Eikenberg, and Isaiah Wynn. And that's, that's a wrap on the offense. Guys, looking at this offense, what, what does it tell you? You, you know, can't what, draft linemen. What does it <laughs> Chris, you you got a comment to that or an answer to that question? They're happy with what we got. I mean, the head scratcher for me on the offensive line was Keon Smith. I mean, he did not play well at all from the penalties to just getting blown up and giving free shots at 
Skylar Thompson or White or whoever was quarterbacking. Yeah, but they're still churning roster. You know that there's no there's no guarantee he's going to be there a week right. from now. Yeah, yeah, they may they may pick up somebody else. I sure else. hope so. I hope we don't have to see him at any point this year. <laughs> you observe this roster, guys, right? And you know you look at the offense as a whole, and it looks awfully familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, there's not. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean. You know, past Barrios and, you know, A-Chain. I mean, th- this is the same group of guys. Yeah. I mean, offensive line-wise, even the backups, you know, this is the same offense that we saw last year. You can throw White in and replace a Bridgewater. You know, but this is the same offense. And, you know, the big question for us as Dolphin fans and for the Dolphins themselves, is did they do enough to improve that offense here? Um, you know, did to, to, to give them a playoff type improve team. It? That's an interesting question. Um, yeah. What have they done to improve it? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's my point, and that was my question. Why are you asking me the same question <laughs> I just asked you, Mike? They drafted well, I mean, A-Chain. <laughs> they got Chris Brooks, yeah. right, and A-Chain. So those are two guys. They brought who, in Barrios, who, who I think is going to be more right. of a special teams than – I mean, he may, he may get some slot work. I mean, I, I think he's going to. But, um, but again, nah, the question, I mean, I, guys, is I understand is, what is you're saying. Enough? I agree with you. I mean, I don't think that we really – did too much to improve the offense. I mean, I think the offense was fine. We just got into skids where the game plan and then Tua's play in that losing streak. I mean, our offense when it was when we were rocking was fine. The only thing that mm-hmm. worries me is, you know, Armstead at that left tackle. He's always banged up and the rest of the line. I mean, they're starting they announced that they're starting win over Eichenberg at that left guard, right? Yeah. So so I mean, when, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, hope. I mean, when was the first round pick? I mean, so hopefully he steps in and takes advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, but yeah. and Robert Jones is going to be on IR, I believe I said, and uh, so they'll have they'll have uh, linemen they pick up, I would imagine. And one other thing is this: Connor Williams needs to get these snaps under control. I mean, I finally saw the snap from that last preseason game today, as I was watching like the condensed version of the game, and. I mean that ball was twenty feet over to his head. I mean, I know he sailed it. I don't know. Like I don't pump. know if he's trying to. He looked like a cannon. Yeah, he looked like he shot he's the trying to prove a, a point or what his deal is. But I mean, he's no, got. He's not the way you go about asking yeah, for he's more because he's done that a few times this preseason. And I know it's yep. the preseason, but it's like, come on, dude, you're that's your position. You know, I mean, I don't see why these guys should ever snap a ball, especially as high as that ball was snapped last week. I mean, that was. My question to you guys, uh, outside of the snapping, is do you think trading Dan Feeney to the Bears was a good idea? I don't. I mean, we basically gave him $2 million just to participate in our training camp. I mean, he seemed – they said that he was going to be calling plays had anything happened to – or like, you know, the offensive line shifts and stuff yeah. like that had something happen to Connor Williams. I mean, he's a vet. And from what I read, I mean, he's pretty – he's a pretty solid backup. So, that, that to me, I mean – to free up a million dollars, I don't, I don't, I don't think that was a great. Well, move. they've got Eichenberg and Cotton who can play. Center, yeah, but like, I mean, come on, you know, to. I mean, Cotton. Hey, I'm not Cotton, saying it'll be know, good. Cotton, I'd have a little bit more faith in, but Eichenberg, I mean, is I think he's done. I don't want to see him yeah. on that field anymore. I mean, they gave <laughs> him plenty of opportunity, and he just 
for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, he's apparent. You know. He's not. He's not strong enough. Yeah. He's not. His technique isn't good enough. And uh, so that happens. You know, well, we said that about Austin Jackson as well, and he's got he's got a year on on uh, Eichenberg. So yeah, a year he know. spent on injured reserve. Yeah, <laughs> not only that, I think Jackson's actually younger than Eichenberg. Yeah. He probably so, is. I mean, yeah. you know. Eichenberg. Yeah, he came in old. Yeah, he's a year older you know. than yeah. uh, than Austin Jackson. There's no doubt about that. But you know, you, you know, here here's the thing. You know, when you when you look at the, this offense as a whole. You know, you're basically coming back with the same, you know, five starters, you know, minus Eichenberg. Because I think when I, – I think who was playing that left guard position when Eichenberg got hurt last year? Was it when I think it was Rob Jones. Oh, no, when was Robert, on the Patriots I last year? I think it was Rob Jones. Yeah. And I think yeah. there were – I'm not sure. Maybe but, not. Maybe not. I, I'm not sure. But the bottom line is, is that it's basically – same group of guys. I mean, you do have Austin Jackson back, and hopefully he's healthy and he improves, um, you know, off of what we had at that right tackle position last year. But, um, you know, they've got to get after it on, on the offensive side. You know, they've – you know, I talk about this third leg all the time, and, <laughs> you know, you were hoping going into the season, you know, you didn't care where it came from, whether it be Dalvin Cook or Jonathan Taylor or somebody that was drafted – you know, you were hoping that they got a, a third guy, you know, to help to out here, you know, other than Hill and Waddle. And it could have been from the tight end position as well. And, you know, through free agency and through the draft, you know, as you're looking at this squad right now, I don't know if there's a guy on this roster that is going to be that guy. You know, I think there'll be pieces to the puzzle. You know, A-Chain, you know, it, it will probably help to some degree. Um, you know, possibly Barrios to some degree, but are they going to be a guy that you really have to game plan around? And that that's what you really want. And unfortunately, you know, we we didn't get that done in, in you know, in the offseason. So, you know, we just got to roll the dice with what we have and hope that, you know, somebody steps forward among these guys. Well, they weren't willing to part with their number one. Maybe they're going to draft another receiver. Yeah. Well, that's next year. Yep. We're talking this season, Mr. Fink. Hopefully, I mean, we yeah. see Uzukama, you know, I mean, from every, every yeah. time he touched the ball this preseason, I know it, it was kind of the same thing last year, but I mean, he looked good every time we got him the ball. He made plays. He broke some tackles. I mean, yeah. like we've talked about on previous podcasts, I think that third receiver position is going to be kind of a combination of guys, which, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. if they all make plays when called upon, that's fine. You know, we don't need a specific guy to be that third leg that Lou keeps talking about but um it'd be nice no of, of course but I mean it seems like we made majority of what we did this offseason was to improve the defense with Ramsey and David Long and um right the defensive side Mike you, yeah well that's a good lead Deshaun and Elliot, yep. I mean you know we made well here it is the defensive line we have Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer, who got a new contract. And, All right. Uh, Raekwon Davis, Emmanuel Ogba, and Brandon Peely. Peely. Peely was not bad yeah. in the preseason. Yeah, I think he's going to add something in that middle of the field. But how crazy was yeah. it not having Wilkins and Siler in the game in this in this past preseason game and seeing how well, you they saw just how ran you all saw. over us. Yeah. I mean, that, exactly. that shows, you know, how much those the two importance. guys, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, a lot of importance in the middle of that defense. Uh, you know, 
Me and Mike have talked about it for years on this podcast. You know, games are <laughs> won and lost across that line. And you can't, if you can't stop the running game, mm-hmm. you're in a world of shit. I mean, it's that simple. And my goodness, did they just destroy us yeah. running the football? I mean, just absolutely destroyed us. So that has to be tightened up. There's no question about it. Hopefully, you know. When we play next week, um, you know, it's it's there. Yeah. You know, these guys will be on the football field and, you know, and, and I'm sure they'll get the job done as they always do. I agree. Linebacker, we have Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb, Jerome Baker, David Long Jr., Duke Riley, Andrew Van Ginkle, and Channing Tindall, who they said had a pretty good camp. Mm-hmm. Good, good. We need him. We need him. He's an athlete. Yep. He's, he's, starting, to, he's starting to pick it up. Yep. He's fast. So, yeah. He's a fast player, 6'2", 232 pounds. And you got 232 pounds running at you at that kind of speed. You know, he, he should be able to do some damage. A third-round pick, Mike, you know, these are the type of guys, second, third-rounders, that have to be productive on your roster. Absolutely. You know? They have to be. Yep. Defensive backs. Jalen Ramsey, who obviously won't play for a while if he plays at all. Xavier Howard, Cater Kohu, Eli Apple, Cam Smith, Javon Holland, Deshaun Elliott, Brandon Jones, Elijah Campbell, from McKinley III, and Kelvin Joseph. Where's Nick Needham? He's probably on PUP, Mike. That's uh, my thought. So, maybe. you know, he's going to be gone for at least the first four weeks of the season, right? Is that is that how that works? Yes. But they, they, I think they have to put him on the roster first and then put him on the PUP once the season starts. I'm not positive. Well, he's on my roster, so he's there. Seeing yeah, okay. pictures of him in practice, I mean, I think he's starting yeah. to – I don't think he's going at Quite full there. speed. But not they, ready to yeah, play they, yet. They got right. him working out on the side and doing yep. different things. Right. Yep, absolutely. I mean, David Long looked good. Oh, I mean, yeah. listen, you know, the defensive side, you know, as compared to the offense, I mean – you know, I personally, I think Long is going to be a, a great addition. Um, you know, I think Tyndale, as we already talked about, you know, is going to improve. Um, so those are two positives on the defensive side. You know, Elliott, obviously, in the secondary is going to be an improvement over the guys we had replacing Brandon Jones last year. You know, and then from there, you know, without Ramsey there, Eli Apple – He's you know, the front runner. I, yeah. I mean, I my thought is this, is that at some point you may very well see Kahoo, you know, taking that job over or impossibly Cam Smith, who didn't, by the way, did not look great in the preseason. I know he's a rookie. Um, yeah, he got smoked in that last game. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He bought the fake. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't even a great route because <laughs> I just watched that game again earlier, and I'm just like, damn. Like, he just blew right by him. Yeah, he, he, did, ran he by did him. on the half-ass, you know, end move and smoke yeah, him. It, it's one play. I mean, yeah. you know, the first, you know, first preseason game, he actually made some really yeah. nice plays in that game. You know, he did. Nice tackle, nice breakup. You know, I, I think he's a talent. Um, you know, I think as the season progresses, I don't think you're going to see Eli Apple starting game in and game out. He may start the season there, but, um, you know, he, he's, <laughs> you know, he's going to be a problem. You know, as you look at the defense as a whole, I think that, you know, the, the one hole we have is at that right cornerback position. 
you know, and if X-Man's not up to the task on the opposite side. Then we've got big problems. Then we got problems. Exactly. He looks fine, though, Xavier. Yeah, he did. I don't, I, see, I don't see why they would start Eli Apple over Kohu. I mean, Kohu played good last year, you know? I mean, well, Kohu would be in the slot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be our nickel guy, and I guess that's how they're approaching this. I, they, I don't think they have, Chris, I don't think they have another nickel guy that, um, that can do what he does. You look at these other cornerbacks, and you're like, who else would play the nickel? If, you know, maybe Cam Smith, possibly, if you bring in, you know, Kahu to start at that position. It just depends on who they prefer in the slot. But from what we've seen, it appears to be Kahu, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be. I mean, there's, there's Kelvin Joseph and Perry Nickerson that are on the roster. Yep. I mean, I don't know an awful lot about either well, one of those guys. Well, because they young guys, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, you know, it, it's, it's got to be Kahu is in, in regard to that nickel position. So, you know, that Ramsey injury does hurt to some extent. But uh, You know what? We've got pretty good defensive coordinator who I think can figure all this stuff out. Yeah. Let's hope so. Yep. Yep. You know, I, I, you know, I, you know my philosophy, Mike. You're only as good as the horses that are running the race for you. You know what I mean? We got so, some pretty yeah. good horses, so hopefully he knows we how do. to utilize them. Well, yeah. that's that's what I was saying to somebody else this morning. You know, the, the the attitude's always negative, and I don't quite understand it because we have got a lot more talent than we had before we rebuilt this team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's we had not Xavier even. Howard, right? Yeah. We had Xavier Howard. Who else did we have? Not an awful lot, Michael. Not an awful lot. No. no. Now you've got Hill, you've got Waddle, you've got Ramsey, who unfortunately is hurt, but you've got him. And, <laughs> Phillips, uh, Wilkins, you know, yeah, there's, there's a whole slew of stars on this team. So, you know, I think you, you got to take the good with the bad. Now, unfortunately, the way we went about acquiring the stars is a different issue, mm-hmm. but we have them. Yeah. So, right. you know, the team is not nearly in as bad a shape as it was before the rebuild. So, you not know, at all. Not you, at you, all. Gotta, you gotta be positive about it. Now, are they a Super Bowl team? I don't think so. Honestly, don't. I think we but can be. Some, some people think they can be. So, you know, it's, it's a long season. Anything can happen. But you got to come out and win your division games. Mm-hmm. And in our division, that's going to be tough. Yeah. It so. is going to be tough. I mean, Mike, you know, the key to this, this whole season, in a nutshell, is, you know, the offensive line play. Yeah. And then right behind that, too, is play on the offensive yep. side. And then on the defensive side, you know, we know the secondary is going to be somewhat challenged. It's the guys up front. And the, the amount of yeah. pressure they and how well they're going to stop yep. the run and control the game. I mean, th- 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 those are the keys. If, in fact, all of those things develop in, the, in a good situation, this football team will win a lot of games. You know, but, you know, those are, those are three question marks that, you know, that these guys have to go out. You know, Fangio, as you mentioned, you know, has got to get them playing a defense that somewhat confuses offenses because we've got some really good offenses in our division alone. And then all <laughs> the way across the AFC, you know, Cincinnati, Kansas City, uh, San Diego, I mean, not San Diego, Las Vegas, all of those teams have extremely good offenses. And, you know, they're, you know, we got to get through them. 
you know, that's the path, you know, to the playoffs and to the Super Bowl, all of these teams that have extremely good offenses. So he's got to come up with a game plan to, you know, to slow those offenses down. And the guys up front are going to be a, a major, major part of that. You know, we can't allow quarterbacks to have three, four, five seconds back there, you know, just looking around the field. You know, they're going to have to bring it. I read a article this morning uh, that was talking about the AFC East and the comment that the writer made, I'm sorry, I don't remember who it was, but the writer said that he believes that the Bills defense is the worst in the division. Mm-hmm. I, I Very well, maybe. Mm-hmm. I tend to agree with that. And I've said it for a while now that they took a, a big step backwards last year. You know, they lost a defensive coordinator this year. They, they weren't that good. They lost Edmonds, too, which is a big loss yes. in the middle of that. Yeah. Middle of that big, big loss. Yeah. And absolutely. Von Miller will be out the first month. Yeah. Right? First month of the season, absolutely. And, you know, they're thinking he's a savior at this point, Mike. You know what? He, he's, he's a very solid football player, but he's not the Von Miller that he was in his prime. Of course, right. So, you know, if they're expecting – this guy to jump on the field and just change, you know, what's going to take place with their defense, they're, they're gravely mistaken. That's not that's not going to happen. I mean, you know, he'll make his plays. There's no doubt they'll be a better football team without him, but he's not going to be a guy that's going to take their defense over the top. You know, hey, it's especially like, off a fresh ACL injury. Yeah. You know, he, he right. may not quite have that same burst that he had. Yeah, and he's you know he's up there in age, so. Yep. You know, that, that's a really good point. You know, their defense is, without a question of a doubt, probably the worst in our division because New England's always got a really solid, sound defense. They will again this year. And the Jets, you know, we, we know all about their defense. They're they may very, have the best good. in the league. They, they, may, they very well may. I mean, if we had Ramsey, you know, I'd say that we probably would have one of, you know, yep. number one, if not, you know, in the top three defenses. You know, loss of Ramsey obviously affects us incredibly, but we're still going to have a solid defense. And Buffalo, you know, I think they're going to struggle on that side of the football. So, yeah, um, yeah, I I tend to agree with that comment. So we'll see. I mean, you know, like I said, it's a long season. Anything can happen. And uh, if Tua can recapture what he had going the beginning of last season and the defense can – work under the new coordinator i think you know it's possible we we end up in a in a championship game you know to go to the super bowl Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens it's gonna be fun is there any word of uh what how ramsey's rehab's going i haven't really yeah i haven't read other other than you know he he has said he might be back in november so you know he's he's liking the recovery so far I mean, I'd love to see him back in November, but I don't want him to rush himself and potentially well, mess himself up for the rest of the season and going forward. But um, yeah, the team the team won't clear him, Chris, until you know they feel that yeah. their doctors feel right he's ready that he's healthy enough to go out there and play football. What a plus that would be, right? It's almost like picking up you know a, a late season free agent. Mm-hmm. You know, that just steps into your lineup and just, you know, makes an impact right away. Uh, you know, that's one thing we have. We have something to look forward to in regard to that side of the football. And, you know, who knows? I mean, you know, the trade deadline comes up upon us pretty quick. 
maybe something develops. You know, I know that, um, you know, there's a possibility of Derrick Henry getting traded at the uh, trade deadline. You know, you just don't know. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, if he sticks with the Colts, you know, from from here into the season, you know, at the trade deadline, that's another opportunity for them to unload him. And, you know, hopefully he's completely healthy at that point. So, you know, there's there's still possibilities going forward. Um, right now, the roster as it stands, you know, Oh, it's going to change later today and tomorrow, you know, as, as they go through these uh, waiver signings. Yes, it is. But And, Lewis, we'll come back and we'll talk about those after they happen. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't, Mike, you're not going to find, you know, an, an impact guy is what I'm getting Oh, at. no, you I know, don't think so. Not but the you type could of guy find, that's you could find depth. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and depth, we, depth. we need depth in some spots, or at least need to improve our depth in some spots. We most definitely do. Absolutely. There's so some hopefully, guys on this Yeah, list. hopefully they can accomplish that. Who knows? Maybe a trade does happen. Who knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. another thing, we'll too, is um, a guy that got cut yesterday, uh, Bradley Roby, got cut from the Saints, and he's a pretty good slot cornerback, and he's played in a Fangio defense before. So I'm uh-huh. interested to see if maybe we make a move for him and then we can move Kohu back out to the outside. Interesting, Chris. I mean, we'll see. Yep, I mean, would, he was drafted in 2014, so, good. I mean, he's yep. a little bit older, but, I mean, if he can still play, you know, it's worth well, a shot. Eli Apple's a little bit older too, right? Yeah, but Eli Apple's been toast pretty yeah, much his whole career, you know. <laughs> I mean, yep. Roby at one point was actually a pretty decent cornerback, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they're basically the same age, Apple. Okay. And, I mean, yeah. what'd you say, Chris? He came into the league 20, in 2014. 14. Oh, he's a couple of years older than Apple. Yeah. Probably. But, you know, again, he's got to pass through all these other football teams in order for us to yeah, that's be true. able to claim him, which is a possibility. You just don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, teams have different needs, you know, different teams have different needs. So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, it was like us with running backs, right? We we have a nice stable of running backs. We don't have the superstar we'd like, but we have a nice stable of running backs. And yes. uh, because of that, we let Miles Gaskin go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Minnesota picks him up, and he's going to be productive for them. Yeah. So you know, it's like that. You got to find you know somebody who just it was a numbers game where he was at, and uh, he's good enough to help. Yep. Agreed. Absolutely. And it's right, agony yeah. in Dallas, you know? Yeah, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> How long uh, do you think that experiment lasts? I couldn't tell you, Mike. I mean, you know, from what I've seen out of him, I mean, you know, they'll probably give him the season, you know. Oh, and, sure, and they'll see give him a they season. Can... They may give him two. I just wonder, you know, if, if, he, if he has the game, you know? Yeah, from what I read about this Kelvin Joseph – I mean, Cowboys yeah. fans were happy to see him go. But it was funny because there was a couple guys that said he had a good rookie season and then kind of tailed off. And then there was other guys commenting on those posts like, what were you watching? So it's like, seems yeah, like we traded nothing for nothing. Yeah. But, I mean, I think we saved probably like a million or two doing that. Yeah. Or, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I I, think it was I mean, from that standpoint, I guess it makes sense. But, I mean, I'm not expecting much out of Kelvin Joseph. No, me neither. And rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that it was just, you know, a, they were trying to free up some money. 
any way and possible. Give Go the ahead, kid Mike. an opportunity to start over somewhere else. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was it was a, an even swap. You know, we got their bum, they got ours. Hopefully, they both <laughs> develop into football players. You know. Yeah, I mean, Igbenogany. Yeah. I watched some of his press conferences this off season or this preseason, and he's got yeah. he's got the right. You know, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He was talking about how he changed his diet and how he's working at certain things. Yeah, to, of course. You know, so I really I really well, hope it, it does work out for him because he seems like a good dude. You know, it's not like a guy wasn't trying. You, you don't make it to the NFL without talent. Oh, yeah. I mean, the talent was definitely theirs. And it was weird because it seemed like he was always in position. He just never made the play. You know, like yeah. every time he a guy would catch a ball on him, he was right there. He just... Even you know, look, he looking forward yeah, instead of looking where the ball yeah, was. You know? he just couldn't put it yeah. all together. Didn't have the instincts, and that's what you need. But hopefully, he can, you know, make a career out of it. Yeah. You know, as as can the guy we got. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But I wouldn't bank on it. No, not, I mean, listen. When you have guys like X Man on on your team, and then you've got coaches like Sertan and Madison. I mean, uh-huh. if those guys can't get you, yeah, you know, to a certain point. You know, you got to just sit there and scratch your head and say, I mean, I I don't know what more we can do with this guy. I mean, eventually, you know, he's got to. And if you watch the preseason game, I mean, they, they were they were going after him. You know, they were throwing the ball on him. Sure. Just if I saw him out there, I'd go after him too, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, Number nine. That's how I feel about Eli Apple every time. I mean, not so much yep. this preseason, but – I mean, man, the past couple of years, it seems like every time I was watching a Bengals game, I mean, he was just getting toasted and people were just throwing at him. And he's just what's interesting, too, that I've noticed this preseason. I mean, it's not a big thing, but Eli Apple and Chris Brooks were both wearing the same number. So I wonder how that's going to unfold. Were they really? Yeah, they were both wearing 33. So I was kind of confused about that, but. I mean, I guess that they were just weird. waiting to see who makes the team. Once they make all those cuts, they'll yeah, have some more numbers, numbers become available. And these right? guys are picking weird numbers for all these positions now, too. So it's like, yeah. But um, yeah, it wasn't uh, Barrios zero. Yeah, somebody yeah, was yeah, zero. Barrios zero. Is zero. Double zero, I think. No, Double just zero. just one zero, Mike. <laughs> oh, who was? Yeah, I, I, there was only one zero, Mike. I would put two zeros on. Mike, it. you got to get new glasses. <laughs> You're seeing double. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So that's another show. Uh, thanks, right. guys, for joining me. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very and, welcome. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. We know we've been a little sporadic, but we're, we'll get back on schedule here pretty quick. We'll be back uh, later this week, and we'll talk about the changes that will take place. Until then, fins up, everybody. Fins up, fellas. One more week. One more week. Fins up, doll fans. All right, fin fans. That's today's show. I want to thank the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Sports Social podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. They've got articles and uh, podcasts, which I think you'll enjoy. All right. Until next week, be well and take care.
Social Podcast Network.